This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Modelo. What does a true fan look like? It's cheering the loudest. It's never missing a game, no matter what. And for that, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Because you are a fighter, and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Shop delivery or pickup options near you at ordermodello.com. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Hello and welcome to Extra Threat on the Ringer NFL cool, Show. Point, take it. Wait, should we do the name thing? We all go through? Ex- extra? What am I supposed to yeah. say? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, we are off sorry. to a roaring start. we got to lock in. Okay. All right. I'm Nora Franziati. I've got Sheil Kavadia to my left. On my right, Stephen Ruiz. That's right. And then Ben Solak. Now locking it down at the end of the table here on Radio Row. Big the gang me. is all together. We're all here. What a week. What a time to be alive. What, what, a, what, what, a, what a fusion dance. What a show. What a time to be alive and to be together. Uh, so... This is our last show before the Super Bowl. So we thought it would be fun for us all to, to get together and combine forces. Ex- extra threat taken, dual point, uh, many words that can go into a title of a podcast. We have spent the entire week here in Las Vegas, and we've learned a lot. We've had a lot of conversations and a lot of stuff. We're mostly going to keep it loose today, but we did want to start this show um, with a prompt for everyone, we're all going to answer this. We're all going to give one thing that we learned this week or changed our minds uh, on. Does that work? That works. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I never change my mind. I'm always right, right to begin with. Right, Famously right, right, so. right, right, right. Yeah. The number of people this week who have come up to Steve and be like, you excited to retire after birdie wins? Like, people are dialed in. People are locked in <laughs> on the stakes of this game. Can I just say that I'm, I'm, I'm resentful of, of this idea and these stakes because i need a pod partner so like you can't retire tough break you can't like i'm sorry but you have to just like be a liar i don't know why these people think it's a bad thing for me not to work i don't want to work (laughs) (laughs) and i have a contract with the ringer they have to pay me (laughs) (laughs) i'm praying for brock purdy to win this thing (laughs) next year i'm opening i'm opening the, the pod with Man, if the Chiefs win more than five games, I'm going to get them. Early retirement. All right, Ben, do you want to start us off? Things I learned this week? Yeah. You and I well, were just talk- one. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you don't and I were talking about... Don't take them all. So, like, one thing. You and I were talking Listen, about Listen, man. You and I were talking about Understand this. a prompt for once in your life. I never will. Uh, you and I were talking about this yesterday. I walked into this week a lot more confident in the Chiefs winning. And now as I sit here on Friday, I... You're, I, you're flipping stealing mine, bro. No, no, absolutely not. We discussed this collectively. I can, I can come up with a second one. I can come up with a third one. Uh, I think the number one thing, the big thing for me, is I walked in really like, pretty confident in the Chiefs winning. And now we're here on Friday. I still think it's Chiefs. I'm still on the Chiefs. But I do think it's going to be a closer game than, than that, and I anticipated. I think the Niners have more paths to victory than I anticipated. I think that uh, uh, the, the last couple of games of Niners football... 
weighing a little bit too heavily on my mind in terms of some of the issues with Brock Purdy and some of the struggles that he's had in the pocket, some of the, the difficulties getting the, their key weapons activated and getting some explosive gains. Like, it, it, it has been, I have been reminded, and it has been a worthy reminder, that for much of the season, nobody really stopped these guys, right? It was Debo and Trent Williams going out that led to any wind coming out of this offensive sales. Now, if you go and you try to find the games in which Brock Purdy's bad, there's a big fall off when he plays the top 10 defense. That's what he's facing on Sunday. He's not good when he gets an actual blitz, right? Not like a little five down front rush, but like an actual blitzer from depth, negative EPA per play. That's the Chiefs team. So I still think the Chiefs defensively match up into him well, but I, I, have, I think I've underestimated and forgotten about the fact that Debo Samuel might break a tackle and 75 yards, yards later it's a touchdown. Right. And there's nothing to be done about schemes and numbers and any being of matchups, this and that. Debo decides he beats you. Debo decides he beats you. And so I, um, I walked in, I think, under uh, uh, overconfident on the Chiefs. And now as I approach the game, like last year I got more and more confident the Chiefs would win. This year I've gotten less and less confident the Chiefs would win. I'm much more so in the gray area now. Yeah, so I, I was going to – maybe we can skip around a little bit. But I, I was going to ask you guys if it was – if it was acceptable this late in the week to to change a pick because we we had this exercise about what's one thing that you changed your mind on and I kept thinking about it and I was just like sitting in my room looking at my computer going oh my god it's the outcome of the game (laughs) right I, I really like the thing that I'm having trouble getting over is I I feel like Christian McCaffrey is gonna run for 150 yeah. yards and and a touchdown maybe two. I'm also less confident in this Chiefs run game against this particular 49ers defense, which I think a week ago I felt like was relatively strength on weakness, right? Like very solidly advantaged Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The more I think about some of the injuries to the offensive line, the more I think about the particular ways in which Kansas City wants to attack four down fronts and the particular ways in which Isaiah Pacheco likes to run and I go they're not testing the edges of that 49ers defense that have been the most vulnerable so then I start thinking okay we're in a we're in a game situation where I think Christian McCaffrey is going off Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure that the Chiefs offense is getting a ton of balance so then we get into Patrick save us territory. And they can win a Super Bowl. Not like the that. worst territory can be It's in. totally fine territory. Yeah. But the, the cowardly take that I was thinking of giving you guys was if the Chiefs are going to win this game, it has to be like a Mahomes magic game. But in my That's heart. That's bold. That is bold which stuff Which is there. not a bold yeah. take. In my heart of hearts, it's I'm like, I'm not sure I believe my take anymore. I'm not sure I believe my pick anymore. It's not coming from the soul. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've been on the pod. I've picked the 49ers. I've picked the Chiefs. I've changed my pick back and forth like the last couple of days. Taking a page out of Zolak's playbook. I haven't got to be, uh, I mean, be on the record. What bo- he just did right Listen. there, he tried to get a rise out of me, and I and I dodged it perfectly. I want you guys to notice. He looked at me like, and you're about to blow up. And Listen, I went, no, sir. Here's right. the thing. Here's uh, the thing. I didn't even, it's not me changing my picks. I'm just on different platforms with different picks, so I'm always right. It doesn't matter. I'm going to Also be right. always wrong. Uh, That's true. <laughs> you have to have one spot that is your official take, your official pick, for the Super Bowl, okay? This so man you, picked the 49ers on the body, but he thinks the Chiefs are going to win. No, but I explained <laughs> that that was not my official pick. My, I did what, do that. My official pick is on the ringer.com right now. Okay. It is it is for the Chiefs to win okay. by a touchdown. Okay. So What I am telling you is that we are doing a little bit of, of Friday morning podcast yeah, football therapy, yeah, and I feel guessing. so bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I'm not confident. 
I, I mean, I think probably, like, the, the best thing to do would have been to just, like, pick the game after the championship round and then just be, like, done with it, not looking at it. Because, yeah, you can. The more you think about it, then you're like, well, this could happen. Well, this could happen. Then something stupid's going to happen, and there's going to be a punt return, and there's going to be a radio. Right. Someone's going to fumble when the ball's not even punt, and that's going to decide the game and all this analysis. So I'm telling everyone, uh, you don't have to listen to the rest of the pod, but please subscribe to the Ringer NFL uh, on YouTube. So there you go. I caught myself. I was like, I'm telling them not to. Okay. You yeah, yeah, no. Our analysis is sound. It just yeah. won't matter once the ball is kicked yeah. off. I got you. It made yeah. sense. Okay. You know how to sell a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Steven, you want to give us yours? Yeah. Uh, I underestimated the 49ers' chances of winning this game. No, <laughs> no I'm, joking. I'm joking. But it is related to that. I was adamant that this was going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Oh, I am wow, not okay. confident anymore in the Chiefs' defense. The more I've watched film the more I had the, the same thing you had where I'm like, the 40, yeah, the last two weeks have kind of sullied the 49ers for me. But for most of the season, 90% of the season, nobody has been able to stop them. Yeah. This is better than the Dolphins offense. I don't think there are as, as many weaknesses that you can exploit. Yeah. Okay. This right. is the second best offense by success rate in the last decade, the 49ers offense. And it's known for explosives. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And it's down to down, too. And so it's just like, right, and they do it on early downs, they do it on late downs, they do it with different players in different contexts. Like, this is not the sort of offense that, like, you actually stop for four quarters. No. I picked them to score 10 points on our official prediction. I have the yeah. Chiefs winning, like, 23 to 9 or something. So it, it's tricky because uh, what, what, is, what is, I think, inarguably true, independent of what you think about the Niners' offense, uh, super high on them, have your doubts, Niners fan, love Brock Purdy, doubts about Brock Purdy. The weak point on the offense like, is, is Purdy, because everything else right. is so good, right? And, like, Niners fans bring up the, the offensive line. There's, there's absolutely weaknesses there. But, like, even then, like, the offensive line's issues manifest themselves most in pass protection, which is also heavily right. Purdy-controlled. The weak point is the quarterback. That's not to say Purdy has been bad. Purdy has been good. It's just that the weak point is the quarterback. That's a weird spot to be in, because it feels like if you do hit that Jenga piece, it's really hard to, like, like, like the Niners could score 35, but you hit, if you hit the Jenga piece, they score nine. Because it's the quarterback. I, but I disagree with that. Because, like, think of the, the games recently where the Jenga piece has been hit. They scored 24 against the, the Packers. They scored 34 against the Lions. The 34 against the Lions was so fake. They scored 19 against the Ravens. And they threw five picks. Like, yeah. this team is going to score at least 20 points no matter what. Right. Kind of garbage time. And it. also, yeah. your take can't be only 10 of the points are real. It has to just be 10 points. No, I'm fine with only 10 of the points are real. Absolutely. <laughs> Punt return, Ray Ray McLeod gets involved. Dre Greenlaw picks six. It counts. It has to count. Here's the thing. Like, Purdy is untouchable. Like, he's been inaccurate on 20% of his throws. This Not 20% of his incompletion. 20% of his throws. That's a high number. Mm-hmm. He's had four turnover-worthy plays, I think. His EPA is .2 for the, the playoffs. He's immortal. That's an MVP he's level the, He's production. the golden boy. He's the golden and he's boy. And he hasn't been good. They haven't lost a game with Purdy when they've scored 20 points in the last two years. 20 points or more. How many total games have they lost? They've lost five, I think. I think they're 20... 21 and 5, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like it would be the, 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 the three game losing streak, the Ravens game, and then like Eagles last year. You, are we counting that? No. So yeah, no, so it's just really. five count, yeah, yeah, and that one, yeah, he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't even play. It's only so. four because the Rams game, he didn't play. I mean, I don't think right. there's a, yeah, I don't think there's a case that, uh, I think you're right. The, re, the case against the Diners is like, 
I feel like there is recency bias. Like, oh, yeah. you know, they had to come back. But, like, they did come back. It's not, it's not easy to come back from 24-7, like whatever the win probabilities were in those games, and they did enough uh, in those games. So I don't think you can stop this offense on a possession-to-possession yeah. possession basis. Like, they're not going to – Chiefs aren't going to be forcing three and outs. Could they force two right, Brock yeah. Purdy turnovers? Yes, but it's, they're not going to, like, shut them down. It's, it's just only a matter right. of time with them. One thing I will say about that, though, is that the Niners do not trust their kicker. And Kyle is not aggressive on fourth down. Like I'm really fascinated to see if the Chiefs get something's got to give. If they if the Chiefs get them in a, in a script here where they are a little bit more methodical, because like the Chiefs' are best passing defense against explosive plays in the league this year, 32 out of 32, right? Like nobody gets explosives against this team. If they get them into a little bit more of a methodical approach, and you get that that fourth and two from the the, the 38. And you know the Chiefs are going to be methodical. You know this game is going to be shorter. It's going to be fewer drives. Like, is Kyle going to sit there in this Super Bowl with all the legacy talk hanging over him and be like, go get it, Jake Moody. Go get three. Like, <laughs> you feel bad about that, and, and you feel scary about fourth and two with Mahomes on the other sideline. Like, uh, uh, Shield and I have been, been, been hammering this on, on Extra Point Taken. Shanahan game management is an edge where he loses. He creates right. so many edges for his team right. Monday to Saturday. But on a Sunday in the headset, fourth down, he gives win probability to the other team. And this feels like the sort of game where that sort of decision is really going to matter. By the way, another uh, one of my other options for something that I learned this week was, uh, and I didn't do this because I think on some level I knew this going in, Kyle's stressed. Kyle seems stressed. Yeah. He's upset about the field. He's worried. The field thing is very interesting. I mean, that has been a big story, like all the, the UNLV practice field yeah. thing all week. I mean, that's weird for that to it. Like, they're not, you know... It was a big story early. Then he's asked about it. It's not ideal, but we're dealing. Like, I don't know. That That is strange to me. Like, I could just see if they lose this game on Sunday. Monday, the big story is, like, how did they practice on these, you know, these UNLV I, fields to we're not up to? it's not like, you know, did it affect how, how the quality of their practice is? It's just, like, he just seems like yeah. he's fussing. It's an, it's annoying. And in in the last, in the 2020 Super Bowl, if you remember... There was a lot of stuff with the 49ers about, like, they were upset about the pool reporter, and there, there was just a lot of, like, little nonsense. Yeah. And, and Shanahan was really upset about it, and he didn't like where people were on the sidelines and blah, 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 blah. And uh, somebody brought this up to me, and I was just sort of thinking about it going, like, man, like, I am a real big proponent of, I mean, look at Andy Reid, right? Like, someone who was playoff choker can't get it done until he wasn't until that changed until right. he did it and then everybody just gets over it Kyle Shanahan is too good to not get one eventually yeah. and then we're all going to stop talking about this stupid narrative that like he can't you know win the big one but I think he's stressed and I don't think that's I think good. he's comfortable though in that state I think some right. co like coaches he's, they yeah. just need to be in that state right. of Stress. He's good uh, because of it. Yes. I anxiety. would be worried if because Kyle were torture. showing up. Yeah, if Kyle were showing up being like, you know what? We, we let, Las Vegas has been great for us. We, you know, we love the environment here. We're, we're feeling good, good week of practices. Yeah. I love the way okay. the team looks ready for Sunday. I'd be like, something's wrong. That's bad. No, Kyle needs to be like <laughs> on edge. Everything. Right. But I want him to be like awful. fighting. I want him to be like fighting fighting the demons of, of legacy and greatness this and not how, like I'm yeah. worried about the field. This is how when you go for a big boss fight in a video game you, you, la you get in their mm, lair yes. and you have to start by finding like the little underlings, right? These are these are the underlings. <laughs> right, right. Kyle, Kyle's fighting the field. Kyle's fighting the, the alarm in the hotel. Kyle's fighting the pool reporter. He's getting warm, right? He's getting loose. He's, he's getting, getting to the flow of things. That way when he gets to the big baddie, alright, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, he's ready. That was a good metaphor. No, Don't I mean, wag your head at me. The, I mean, the moment that he stops caring about this stuff 
is happening. the moment that he's not good anymore at his job. He, it's okay. because he's obsessive. Yeah. Right. If he didn't care about the field, he'd be Nathaniel Hackett. Right. In the, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett wouldn't you care about the field. He'd be doing a Borat impression. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan yeah. with good field right. practice and conditions. And there is no scenario under here's, here's which you would be Nathaniel Hackett. He's a very good uh, analyst because he's obsessive about football. But I'm sure in other parts of your life, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Look at this. You brought it around at the you end, but for a, well, second, <laughs> for a second, you were complimenting him, and yeah. you could just see Ben's eyes sort of going back and forth, being like, is this real? What's I felt very right uncomfortable yeah, there. Really I don't know about job, Ben, but I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, it. But it's the same way we're like Andy Reid, right? Like, I was at an Andy presser this week, and he just rolls up in shorts, right? And they're like, Andy, what are you going to eat after the game? And he was like, ha, a burger. Like, <laughs> Andy needs to be doing like that's that's how Andy prepares, right? Imagine being Kyle actually, and just watching Andy Reid like doing bits all week while you're not you're not sleeping. Explain it to me. Well, that's why you Andy have Reed Mahomes. Like Top. He's been doing the same yeah. bits for just I mean, no. How offense, much money? Top, so you're how much money? Top distresses me, dude. I, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a stressful presence. How much money would you pay? For to see Kyle do the Nuggies commercial, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> My salary for a year, dude. Absolutely. I'll get just, in on that. Just the, just the flat top in the hoodie and just the, the sallow, sleepless eyes. Just explain it to me with those Nuggies. Oh, mm, I wouldn't do anything. Nuggies. <laughs> that's incredible. That's an incredible idea. Wow. That's what they should put on the line for the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. loser. Loser's got to do the next Nuggies commercial. That's right. It's... it's if Kyle loses, he has to do an Andy Reid Nuggies commercial. If Andy loses, he's got to do, like, a Kyle thing where he, he does a profile talking about, like, I torture my assistant. They have to just, like, cosplay as the other for a day because the vibes are so disparate. It'd be funny to see. He has to do... Um he has to do uh, a method acting as um, What's-His-Face from Succession, who looks like... Kyle Kendall Shannon. Roy. Kendall Roy. Yeah. yeah. He looks just like him. <laughs> All right, Sheil. Bring us home here, please. Like, I'm hoping this is like normal and thoughtful. And yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say we thoughtful, but yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just uh, the way the Chiefs defensive players talk about Spags. Like, I already knew they love Spags. They got the T-shirt. I knew Spags is a great, but it's like on another level than yeah. even I thought it was. And I mean, they're using like multiple players said father figure, and I'm like, yeah. NFL players in my experience are like they're past that father figure. Not they're like right. you know they're, they're like we're grown men. We're fa- we're fathers here. We don't need our defensive coordinator but uh not only that but just like they they are like waiting to see what he's going to cook up and like yeah. what's this going to and they and they trusted and uh justin reed was just talking about how they're passing off routes and their community and, and, and you can kind of see that uh, on film like this is not the most talented defense in the nfl i always do the more with less thing it's been my bit but like i don't know you hand this group of players to other defensive coordinators in the nfl and we're like mediocre, right. below average. They're giving up 30 on a given week, and that hasn't happened. And so uh, Spags has had this career where he's had these unbelievable Super Bowl performances, and he had, he had the stint as a head coach, and he's probably never going to get one again. But as far as defensive coordinators go, uh, like his, I don't want to say legacy because he's already had a great career, but this is another one. Now you're going up against an offense that's been one of the best we've seen statistically in, what, a decade? two decades with the Super Bowl on the line and it's a different type of Chiefs team. It's not the Mahomes team. Just, all right, we're going to score 30. We're explosive. And so uh, the way the players talk about Spags, that's one thing that's really stood out to me. I think this week has expanded his legacy, this playoff run. And I think this week we've had a chance to just go past the scheme, which we talk about all the time, right? But like the other stuff, the personal connection, the... uh, how he teaches coverages, all that stuff like people have been talking about. I don't think that would have happened if 
he wasn't on this yeah. run. The other yeah. thing that Spags talks about all the time that is always so important in the postseason and is especially so when you play these Niners is tackling. If you ever watch a Steve Spagnuolo interview, like Steve, Steve, the defense, like Steve, when you evaluate players, you know, Steve, culture-wise, like anything, the first thing he brings up with a defensive player is like, well, you've got to have a guy who, who's willing to tackle and a guy who can tackle and a guy who, who will – and then he talks about how he teaches tackling and how they spend time early working on tackling. Like, I, I, I can't say I've – I've, I've interacted with enough of the other defenses to be positive, but it really feels like Spags puts a priority on tackling that's like above the, the average in the league, above the rest of the league. They are the only they're they're a top five team in yak allowed. And they're the only team who allows your lack over expect a uh, lower yak over expectation when blitzing in the entire league. Because when you blitz, you're saying right. I'm going to get to this quarterback and I'm going to spend bodies to do it. Usually that is a very high yak opportunity mm-hmm. for the offense. Because if you hit an open receiver, there's no safeties, there's no zone defenders, there's room in the secondary to run. The Chiefs allow negative yak. <laughs> under expectation when they blitz it's unbelievable faces are being made behind me i don't understand why so for me like spagnolo the uh, the, the the emphasis on tackling if, if if we walk away with this from a chief's win right and, and especially like a bad manners offensive performance a lot of the story is going to be like blitz against brock and like chris jones that's everything but a big part of the story is going to be that when they drafted Jalen Watson and Josh Williams, it's because they were good tacklers and those right. guys made the tackles in space against the receivers well, and then you mentioned that you know there, there's the possibility of 75-yard Debo run that goes for a touchdown. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's a possibility of that where it's just like Kyle doing Kyle stuff and he gets him in space and, yep. and goodbye. There's also the world in which there's three guys hanging on his shoulders and he just shakes him off and goes. Yeah. And the difference between bringing him to the ground in that scenario and yep. not doing it, and sometimes that's a Super Bowl. I mean, last year I thought Spags had a great plan. Yeah. And it, he gave up 35 points. It happens sometimes. Yeah, the um, the the physicality nature of it and the, the the tackling nature of it, like it especially stands out when you watch this Niners defense because they don't tackle well, right? And and we talk a lot about the yards after catch and yards after contact for the Niners offense. The Chiefs bring Rasheed Rice, who's right. one of the best yak receivers the in the best. league this year. Yeah, uh, uh, on screens. Yeah, 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 on screens and whatnot. And then Isaiah Pacheco is one of the best backs after contact, right? And so like, I, I the coaching and and schemes and narratives and relationships. So much of January and February football comes down to who's still comfortable playing physical, right. who still has it in their body to play a physical game. And you've seen the Niners defense. There's been questions about like effort and intensity over the last couple of weeks. It is hard to maintain that 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 is that is such an intense defense, such a fast defense. It's hard to maintain that over half of a year. This this game's going to come down to who's willing to hit and who's willing to get guys down. Do you think that the 49ers defense? not being particularly willing tacklers. Is that just the style that they play wearing down over the course of the season? Do you think that's a little bit of a, a absence of D'Amico thing? So I think D'Amico probably affects things a little bit, right? Because D'Amico, like, behaves on the sideline like he would like to go hit somebody, right? Like, there's, like, a tone setter aspect to it. I'm, like, I'll, like, I'll never forget those clips when, when he was the DC of the Niners. After a third and seven blitz, like, they had the quarterback down, the camera cuts to D'Amico on the sidelines. He's four yards out on the, like, the, the field, just, like, chopping up and down, yeah, like, yeah. slamming his chest. Like, he, 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 wa- he felt him his, his soul in Fred Warner when Fred Warner made that hit. So there's some of that. There's absolutely some of and that. And Wilkes is in the booth. Yeah, which, booth coordinators. Don't trust, can't trust him. Don't what about trust offense? Him. I honestly couldn't remember the take, whether it was sideline, can't, no, yeah, it was booth, you can't trust them. Yeah. They're afraid to compete with yeah. your, scared yeah. to compete. Right. That's get, a good one. Get down with the players. I, right. Exchange pro, ideas. I'm pro booth offensive coordinator. Me too. Sideline defensive coordinator. Uh, okay, it's like You the, can't have a, a, okay, DC, yeah. a DC in the booth is like, that's, right. that's some yeah. powder yeah. blue Chargers uniforms. Shill, what do they do to Sean Desai when they bench Sean Desai? Mm. Throw him up in the yeah. booth. Embarrass him. That worked out so well. He had to walk in and he was like... 
Like Pretend that. you're doing something. It was like the opposite right. of the Roy the, Williams the, gif the, when the, he's coming in the locker the room. The defensive quality control gif was like, uh, uh, quality control coach was like, this is your seat, Sean. He said that he had it in town. Well, well, well. Look, you already is. have a soft Why pretzel. Why don't you have a Get seat your butt here. back here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Booths are questionable. Wilkes is in the booth. Uh... Booth Wilkes. <laughs> Ooh. All right. We've reached the point where there is no more analysis of this game necessary. I want to redo my take, it. by the way. Let's really play. Friday. Can they move it up to Saturday, please? For my health and well being. You got a new take, Steven? Yeah, we're going to get a Lincoln situation now. <laughs> All right. Well, I- I've learned a lot this week. I've learned a lot in this segment. Um, anything else? Anybody dying to. to- get any new information off off the chest uh no that's everything i learned yeah I'm, I'm, i was about to tell Nor, don't leave the door open for him <laughs> just move, just just move but you said you got nothing else so that was good uh, that's all i've learned this week <laughs> all right well maybe we'll take a break and and we'll come back and i think uh i think team extra point taken maybe has a, a couple little props and uh, we'll have some fun with yeah. that stuff First, however, I will wish a happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Uh, Solak, you are our resident expert here. You want to give me some Super Bowl bets that you're into? Yeah, uh, I got Noah Gray over 10.5 receiving yards. Got Debo Samuel over 4.5 receptions. I have Isaiah Pacheco to have at least 60 rushing yards, 70 rushing yards, 80 rushing yards, 90 rushing yards, 100 rushing yards. I have <laughs> um, I have Patrick Mahomes to throw at least 12.5 more yards than Brock Purdy does. I have Patrick Mahomes to rush for or to throw at least one more touchdown than Brock Purdy does. Mahomes rushing over 22.5. Mahomes oh rushing gosh, over 50. I have. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco to rush for more touchdowns than Christian McCaffrey does. I have no greatest score touchdown. I have Sam Darnold, MVP. Uh, <laughs> um, Do you have the number to 1-800-GAMBLER? <laughs> Just checking. Okay, that, that's everything I have. <laughs> Do you like, uh, Stephen and I did some, some long shot MVP bets on, on a midweek pod. And um, maybe actually, Sheila, you can tell us about this because uh, you were talking about the Spags defense. Uh, I had... Legarius Sneed, long shot MVP, and Stephen had Justin Reed, mm-hmm. long shot MVP. How do we feel? So I think Justin Reed, if the uh, Chiefs defense plays well, is going to be like the film all star. The like Monday, Tuesday, oh my, because that's what I felt Football watching hipster that. MVP. Yeah, well, but I like no, I want to be in on that. So I don't. The hipsters <laughs> yeah, 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 can't play yeah. me. Hipsters no, only when you someone was right me. before no, she. In parentheses, she was right with them. Yeah. Then it's yeah. fine. You it's can't claim day. Justin Reed. It's Sorry, only when someone else thought. Sorry, that. Justin Reed, you're mainstream. You're with the normies like me. Uh, so I think, but I think like. MVP wise, like what it would be right after the game, I think Sneed might have a better chance because if he gets two interceptions, if he has a pick six, Force something fumble, like that, yeah, that might be more. Although Reed is in the mix, if he, he gets Reed's in the mix of every pick? play, yeah, he could get it. So, Purdy's a terrible uh, answer. Purdy floats a, a little dig round? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Purdy, because Purdy doesn't throw the Jimmy pick into the robber, Purdy throws quarters picks. He throws to the weak safety. Yeah. So yeah. that's Chamari Connor. Chamari Connor. Chamari Connor's getting the pick. Weak safety. <laughs> All right. And Fandle has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. If you're new to FanDuel, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets when you win your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RingerNFL to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash RingerNFL. 
Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. All right, we are back on Extra Threat. And... Um, Sheila and Ben, I, I hear you have maybe a little something prepared for, for me and Steven. Talk through, you know, you guys are the props guys. You're always doing yeah. predictions, always doing little stuff that we can look out for in the game. And we, we want to get in on that. Yeah, well, yeah, Super Bowl has like the weird ones. So, yeah. I mean, they're not all weird, but they're a little, they're, they're not your normal just first time touchdown score. So <clears throat> a couple that, I, well, one, let's start with this one. This is the first time I've seen. Solak would probably know the history of this. The next-gen stats being incorporated? It's new to me. I've, n- I've never seen the, the, NBA, the MPH odds. Yeah, yeah. Exciting. so that's what I got. So there, you can actually wager through FanDuel on fastest offensive ball carrier recorded. You know when it's like you see the next-gen, like this guy got up to 21 miles per hour uh, on this run. So he, here's the favorite is Debo Samuel. At plus 590, tied with Christian McCaffrey, actually plus 590. You can go Isaiah Pacheco. You can go Brandon Ayuk. Remember, this doesn't have to be someone who's going to get like eight touches. You need right, one right. play where someone runs fast. That's what you do. You can go Marquez Valdez Scantling. You can go Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, those are like the top five or six. And then you can, you know. Kadarius Tony on the board? Kadarius Tony is not on the board. I think they they I've probably saw to, Andy Reid's press conference think. where he's like, "Yeah, I don't think Kadarius Tony." Yeah, I've been trying to think of like funniest player to have enormous play, and it's a hundred percent Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Oh, the problem is last year it was Kadarius Tony, and so I was like, "It's got to be someone new this year, right?" And I was like, "No, wait a minute, it's still Kadarius it's Tony." It's still Kadarius Tony. I, I'm praying that he has the same game he had last year. One catch, one reception, enormous punt return. Hugely valuable player on the field for four total snaps. Love Gets that. Gets a high riser after the game at the, <laughs> the press conferences. And then we just repeat the entire, well, maybe if they just figure out how to use him. If, right. If All they, needs. you know, got him the right chance. cleat and the left cleat, and he didn't have to worry about that, the guy might be in the Hall of Fame. You know, who knows? All right, so who do you think? Who's, run, who's running fast? That is this prop bet. <laughs> who is running the fastest in this football game? Solak said football comes down to tackling. It also comes down to who runs fast. So who runs fast in this game? Do you have a pick? So I, 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 I take your point that it doesn't have to be someone who's going to get a lot of touches. But it could be. But uh, Stephen and I talked about this maybe last week. Christian McCaffrey has got to be, like, one of the most motivated players in this game. Yeah, this could be his moment. Like his all-time moment. We talked about this is a guy who seemed like a shoe-in to win the Heisman, and then he didn't win the Heisman. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm personal price plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Modelo. What does a true fan look like? It's cheering the loudest. It's never missing a game, no matter what. And for that, you deserve an ice cold reward because you are a fighter and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Shop delivery or pickup options near you at ordermodelo.com. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash ringer NFL. Just go to indeed.com slash ringer NFL right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. He spends the, the majority of his NFL career in Carolina. He doesn't really win anything. Christian McCaffrey's like never had a moment with yeah. a big trophy. He's this great no. player. He's an MVP candidate. He's got like, I, I just, I wonder if there's a little more fire in the belly. I like that. For Christian McCaffrey. Um, and he's, he's got the speed. So that, maybe that's my And he's going to have a bet. lot of options. Like I said, it only has to be one play, but the guy's touching it right. 18 times. He has right. more opportunities to run fast. So there right. you go. I'm going to go with with that, I'm going to go with someone that's not going to touch the ball a lot. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm, really? He okay. takes a screen, on a screen Plus pass. Plus 1,500. Clydesdale? On a screen pass. I like it. There you go. Yeah, Plus 1,500. Clyde's stride isn't long enough to, to, to get, get that little speed. To, oh, because it hit an acceleration. It doesn't have to right? be yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, 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 right, right. He's exactly. well-rested. It could be 19 miles per hour. Yeah. At Travis Kelsey speed. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's 16. <laughs> <laughs> Top for Travis. Travis. 19 miles per hour for Travis would be... Uh, Travis ain't moving He's around. getting drug tested after the game. <laughs> Solak, who would your pick be? I like Ray Ray McLeod. I like uh, I like uh, uh, a a reverse or jet touch or jet sweep player from the 49ers. Ray Ray tends to be that guy when it's not Debo. Uh, this is a game where I think that in order to like one of the best ways to punish the blitz is to get into constraint play looks, get into bubble screens, get into jets, and and you and you roll the dice. And if you get lucky and you get away from the blitz, then you have house call potential. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we see, especially like first couple of drives, Shanahan watch out, walk out with some like design touches, right? Little like oh flip reverse. I think like the Jameson Williams things that, that they saw two weeks ago. And Ray Ray can be that sort of player for them. If I'm going like more mainstream, I would go Pacheco. I think fourth quarter he puts the game out Pacheco. out of Pacheco. out of Pacheco. reach with a run, mm-hmm. breaks a tackle. Yeah. But Twenty Chico, miles per hour. Every every same game parlay I have, which I have one that's up on the on the ringer, all of them have at least one Pacheco leg in them. I think the Pacheco is the is the most reliable volume, the most reliable explosive play player in this game. I know you said that you, you this Niners run defense you think could be a form a little bit better against the Chiefs. I I, I the You're number confident. one thing that I took away from watching film in preparation for this game is that we all don't understand how good Pacheco is. Pacheco is such a good runner of the football. Yeah. I think and like Pacheco against Fred Warner in the hole. It's advantage Pacheco. Pacheco is a big dude and Ooh. breaks tackles. Yeah, absolutely. That's spicy. Dude, Pacheco into Fred with velocity is going to be fun to watch on Sunday. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Do we have another one? Yeah, I got one for you. Uh, player to record a 30-plus yard reception. Right now, like I said, the, the, the Chiefs defense is the best defense in the league at stopping explosive passes. Fourth best is the San Francisco 49ers. Both of these teams have been taking away the explosive pass. It's funny because they do it dramatically differently. The, the, the Chiefs are a two-deep team, play man coverage, and then they blitz. They confuse your quarterback. They make him hold on to the football. The Chiefs do it the opposite direction. They are a press team, right? They'll play, they'll play single high on you. They'll play zone coverage on you, put a blanket over you, and then they let their four-down rush win. But both teams very, very challenging to complete explosive plays on them. However... It, this is the sort of game where one, two explosive plays can break it, right? If, right. You, if, you hit a, if you're the Niners and you hit a couple explosives, you put the Chiefs in a pass situation, they are not happy, right, in that negative game script. If you're the Chiefs, you hit a couple explosive passes. Now the Niners have got to, got to, got to drop back. You can dial up the blitzes, not good. So explosive play is so, so, so valuable in every game. 
but really in this game. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is the favorite at plus 140, and then you have Debo Samuel, plus 220, Rasheed Rice, plus 230, Travis Kelsey, plus 240, George Kittle, plus 290, and then Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Justin Watson, Jawan Jennings, Noah Gray, Christian McCaffrey all the way down there at the bottom as well. Um, when you think the explosive receiver in this game, the guy who has, who has a big reception, big catch and run, who do you think? Justin Watson. Justin Watson? Justin Watson plus 420. I think it's going to be a Chiefs receiver. You think so? Yeah. I think it's going to be to the right side of the field. It's going to be Ambry Thomas in, yep. in coverage. I think they're going to attack that matchup. They don't switch sides, their corners, the 49ers. They know where he's going to be. Yep. They know where they have to attack. I think they're going to get one on him. Yep. It was a, It was really I'm, – I'm very curious to see that matchup in particular because last year the Chiefs targeted Charvarius Ward, Mooney Ward, the corner one for the, 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 the Niners, a ton. 11 targets, 9 receptions surrendered, over 100 yards. Uh, I talked to Ward about this. I think it's very unlikely that happens again. Ward is very aware of what happened in that game, wasn't stoked about it, and has gotten a lot better since then. The guy who has been the, 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 the dude to hammer is Ambry Thomas, and it feels like absolutely right. Get into, get into 11 personnel, get that third corner on the field. Ambry plays on the outside. He's been the Packers targeted him in, 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 the, in the divisional round. He's been kind of the guy that people have been hitting. It's a good longer shot. I, I still just think I think Debo's going to break one. Yep. I think it's almost a given. Yeah, Debo. I asked. I asked Shield this on, on our show. I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, the uh, the if, if I tell you of the three Niners receivers, Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo, one of them, only one on Sunday goes for over 100 yards. Which one would you think it is? Because and I'll, I'll give you a second to think. Because Debo on the season, 3.2 yards per route run against zone coverage, 0.7 yards per route run against man coverage. It is the biggest delta. It is the biggest difference in yards per route run between zone coverage and man coverage of any receiver in the league. And the Chiefs give you a lot of man. So I can't figure out exactly how Debo's going to get used. I don't know if that matters, though, those Why stats. Not? Just because I think the Chiefs' defense is so unique and that Kyle is such a reactive play caller. Right. He's reacting to what the defense does that I don't, I don't know if those numbers will apply yeah, to this matchup. Because Debo's also their best receiver against middle of the field open, and you get a lot of middle of field open from the Chiefs. Right. So it's weird. I got distracted during that because Andy Reid is over there. Andy. Um, he's just like hanging out on Radio Row. No, no, that's, that's, that's not. That's, that's a, the Andy Reid impersonator, Nora. Why would <laughs> Andy Reid be I here? Hear, I didn't hear a word they said. I was, that is the no. best lookalike impersonator I have ever seen I in my life. I knew it. I no, I did. But I haven't seen him this close. Just going to bring it around to... Could you imagine Kyle Shanahan showing up on Radio Row on I, Friday? I, I, this just proves our point. Back to the beginning of the show, we got it. And I was, I like, was like, is that actually? I mean, he was ten. He was like ten feet from us, and I was just staring at him. And it's not one of those where from far away already it looks like the close up. I mean, he's That's chewing Andy gum. Reed. His the way he's walked out of here. I was like, wait, is Nora right? Is it actually? That is incredible. But why would he be here? That's the guy in the stands. He's always in the stands. Look, Patrick Mahomes is here, Nora. I don't know if it's the same guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Steven is pointing to a banner. That's mean. That is that. That's a banner. <laughs> I didn't see That's a good one. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. That really. I was I, with I, you. Thank no. you, Gilles. I'm yeah. glad that I have some company here. That was incredible. I really felt for that. I'm going to be he telling my grandkids like about that. <laughs> that was amazing. This Andy Reid impersonator. Unbelievable. Gilles, you've been in the same room as the Get really can we get a this producer was over there to find him down? Will he come on the pod? He, uh, Andy. He did a he did a thing last year. Like like people would walk up to him, like ask him questions, like he was Andy Reid. And every single time, oh, they asked him like, Andy, do you have any like plays dialed up for Sunday? Like it's the Eagles. And he was like, oh, I'm gonna open my cheeseburger wrapper and see what's written in there. It was such a cheap joke. Everybody just hated Andy. Oh my with cheeseburger God. But jokes. Andy does that. So he that guy could legitimately do if, a press conference and have half the room if, full. That'd be a good bet. It, it would be, be Andy, a great. Well, Andy doesn't want to do him anymore. We should set up he a press conference them. situation. Yeah. 
I've been getting a lot of, of like, you know, the PR emails this week about a Brock Purdy impersonator. Oh. He could be on the field on Sunday. Solak, does anyone tell you you look like Brock Purdy at all? Uh, he does not look like Brock Purdy. Okay, no, I'm asking. Uh, I actually had two people text me a couple. I haven't told you this yet. One thought there was a Brock Purdy resemblance. Like, they sent me a picture of him yeah. walking into the stadium and go Solak. And then my wife thought you looked like a young Tony Romo. Huge oh, I for actually me? see a little. I see the Romo. See that? Yeah. Those two, if they had a love child. But, I mean, did you guys, you guys saw the, the tweet about Brock yes. Purdy looking like John Wilkes Oh, wait, shoot. I look like young two Tony Romo. Mentions. <laughs> two John Wilkes Booth mentions on the pod. Huge for John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Listen, uh, <laughs> modern. Like, Is this a pro John? John Wilkes Booth John Wilkes Booth legacy, legacy talk? Legacy talk? What will John Wilkes Booth be remembered for after this game? <laughs> Dude, I a just googled young Tony Romo. To I look like Tony. And by the transitive property, therefore, a slight resemblance to Ben. It's Solak. Lee Harvey Oswald. It was Lee Harvey Oswald. It wasn't John. Gosh, yeah. darn you it. are struggling. Listen, yeah. the impersonator has me shook too. Don't I have feel bad. No idea what I'm glad this is a video like. pod. Now people can chime in on the oh, on the Purdy Romo. So I look like people bring up Brock. Brock has a younger brother, Chuba, and I've been told I look more like Chuba. Okay, you don't look anything like I that don't man. Think you look like are Chubba. you nuts? That looks yeah, nothing you look like you. Nothing like you. Okay, so firstly, I said. I've been wrong. told. Well, so I'm those not people nuts. get cut them out of your life. Secondly, They're bringing you down. I don't know what Chubba Andy Reid looks like. Right, I don't know certainly. what Lee Harvey Oswald looks like, but I know you and don't, you look don't like know that what guy. Lee Harvey Oswald did. Apparently. <laughs> Gosh, so much more presidential assassination talk than I expected on this show. Really? No, not <laughs> anyway, what I expected. Really was not anticipating that. I think in. George Kittle is the most you know, likely to have a 30 plus yard reception. Neither were. All right. Can I say, Marcus, are we sure? I think Marcus Valdez-Scantling is a fun, like, if you're, if you're putting a little lettuce on something just for fun. I mean, it's crazy. The, uh, she loves to put lettuce on things. The, uh, she thinks it's great. The other next-gen stats thing is player to have the longest, like, air yards on a catch. Marcus Valdez-Scantling is plus 630. Like, he just needs Wait, one. Wait, that's, that's the stat I want for Justin Watson. That's the bet I want. Oh, uh, okay. one? Okay. Lettuce yeah, yeah. is dollars. Because I was yeah. imagining that it can also be hair. It like, can also be hair. Look at the lettuce on this guy. Yeah. She lettuce talks a lot there. about lettuce. It's, it's very, it's a very versatile. Yeah, I would. Do you ever talk about like actual lettuce? Uh, yeah. Hey, Solak can talk to you yeah. about some actual lettuce. I'll tell lettuce. you this: on like a sandwich, where like if you're doing a, I can't. I like lettuce, tomato, onion. But if the lettuce isn't there, I don't want the tomato and onion. It keeps everything together. You're you saying tomato and onions a lettuce merchant? What did you say? Tomato and lettuce is a tomato and onion is a lettuce merchant. Tomato yeah. and onion are system players. Yeah. Lettuce is the Thank system. Thank you. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah that's a good take, that. right? Yeah. Which one's Brock Purdy? We need that for <laughs> if you need something for social. Wait, which one's Brock Purdy? Uh, uh, now my mind's trying to process all the things. Is he lettuce, tomato, or onion? Yeah. yeah. You're saying lettuce is okay. integral. He is probably, yeah. No, tomato he's, and he's onion only lettuce. work if lettuce is there. Yeah. I so would, lettuce is Shanahan. Yeah, I think he's probably an onion. <laughs> Wow. You heard it here first. That's his comp. Rockford eat onion. You heard it here first. And you're not going to hear it anywhere else. Yeah. All right. MVS is a really fun player to handicap because there's only two Chiefs receivers who stay on the field a majority of the time. And it's Rasheed Rice, who's like six and a half reception, 66 yards, and Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who's like one and a half catches. Because he's just a cardio Running king. track out there. Runs, I, I asked him this week, I was like, MBS, like, do you like run more in this offense than in other offense? Like, do you have to run around a lot more? It's like scramble drills and deep patterns. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I do indeed. Yeah, the man's just Apple watching out there. Just seeing how many steps he's getting. <laughs> just seeing what the mileage is. That's good. I like that saying. That just is good. Apple. I don't like just to give Apple you credit, and that there. was good. He yeah. is Apple good. watching. You heard that here first. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. 
Uh, you heard it here first. Breaking a lot of news here. <laughs> Listen, either you're going to win the MVS uh, bets or it's going to be a tremendously bad beat where he's wide open There's right. and drops. drops so it's like it. a win either uh, way. There's going to be a moment in the game in which you've won yes. the MVS bet. And it's when the ball is in the yes. air three feet from his outstretched hands with no defenders contacting him. And then what happens happen. after that moment yeah. remains to be seen. All right. Any others? That one's interesting to me. Um, first, uh, uh, to catch a pass on first drive for each team is always interesting because it's often a question of who do you want to get activated, mm -hmm. right? Who are you scripting stuff out for? Uh, the Niners' favorite right now is Debo Samuel at plus 137. The Niners, when they play playoff teams, when they play in the playoffs, they try to get Debo activated early. You see his rushing props go up in those games against top opponents. Debo's kind of their 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 lifeblood. He's their heartbeat. They feel like if they get him rolling, they get they're they're good. And so reception on first drive. That's reception what on first reception drive. Reception on first plus one thirty seven. Christian McCaffrey is plus one forty. Ayuk plus one sixty two. Um, Jawan Jennings is plus five fifty. That's uh, that's good value to me. And listen, it is. But there was that one game this year where I bet Juwan Jennings catch pass on every single drive, <laughs> and he didn't catch one. And then he set, I remember a, this. He set a true media record for most routes run without a target. <laughs> and I was just like, how is this happening to me Because right you now? bet on it. Yes. Um, so you should that, confront him about that. Uh, I, I, I've thought about it multiple times. Juwan, what are we doing? Um, so there's that. And then uh, uh, to, to catch a pass on the first drive of the Kansas City Chiefs, this is really funny to me. Travis Kelsey is the favorite. Rasheed Rice. Isaiah Pacheco is third. You will never guess who's fourth. Noah Not Gray? MBS? Noah Gray. It's, 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 he doubted me. It's Noah Gray, which I've taken this bet each of the last six weeks, and it should be going from like plus 900, plus 800, plus 700. It's plus 450. The implied fourth most valuable catcher for the Chiefs is Noah Gray. This team is in the Super Bowl. I remain <laughs> astonished that this offense made it. Every, every day I find a new stat where I'm like, how did they get here? Blake Bell erasure, man. Blake Bell, great guy. Loved, I'd love to talk to Blake, though. He was excellent. I asked Noah was, Gray. Yeah. I asked Noah Gray. I was like, why you guys run so much 13 personnel in the playoffs? And Noah Gray was like, because we're so well coached. And I was like, thanks, Noah. I appreciate <laughs> it. You. Awesome. And then I went to Blake Bell, and then he gave me like, an actual answer about tight ends. It was very <laughs> handy. Shout out, shout out Blake Bell. Shout out Blake Bell. Love it. Go Sooners. But also, we're not going to be calling people great guys based on our media interactions. They could be complete jerks. Good media interact. We don't. We're not going to get into this media good guy award, okay? Oh, brother. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this guy. It's late. I had to. You know, I've been waiting to get that off my chest for twelve to thirteen years, and this was the right time. This guy. Okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here first. first. <laughs> All right. Maybe we take one more break, and then uh, Stephen and I have a little game for the two of you. Okay. All right, and now it's time for Dynamic Duos, an all-new segment brought to you by State Farm. Some things are just better together. One of those things, particularly relevant for the Super Bowl, uh, is a couple of iconic figures in the pop music world. Um, that's Usher and Taylor Swift, both expected to be in attendance at the Super Bowl, right? I mean, Taylor Swift to support Travis Kelsey, Usher doing the halftime show. Usher, Usher. <laughs> ben Solak has been saying Usher, 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 Usher. It's my favorite Usher line. All week. <laughs> when he whispered his name. By default? <laughs> yes. What's your I second favorite? <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do here, because I'm pretty sure, Ben, that you don't know any Usher songs other than the one line, Usher, Usher, yeah. Usher. Yeah. And the other one isn't a song. <laughs> uh, is we were going to play a little game where we were going to pose Usher song title or Taylor Swift song title. And I think because Sheil um, lives in the world and 
knows you. things and Thank songs. You. Uh, Sheila's going to be your lifeline here. Ben. Are your daughters big Swift fans? Oh, they're going to ask if they're big Usher fans. Uh, I was, but yeah, they are yeah. big Swift fans. Yeah, uh, okay. they're big Nora Princiati fans. I mean, she is. Aren't the, we all? She oh. is the most oh. you know popular yeah. content creator in the Capadia household by like you know a, a wide margin. What do they think about you? Tough for us. What do they think about the quarterback rankings? Uh, <laughs> they have takes. Yeah, They'll, you'll be hearing from them. <laughs> big Purdy supporters. Uh, but so Sheila's going to be your lifeline. Cool. And. I don't know. We'll be nice. You can you can use your lifeline maybe twice. However, there's a twist. Okay. I've changed this game. Oh, Ooh. no. It is now Usher song title, Taylor Swift song title, or Travis Kelsey tweet. Oh, okay. I have seen some Travis Kelsey tweets <laughs> on, right. on, on, the, uh, on the old interwebs. They're pretty good. Um, so let's, we'll kick it off. The title is Boyfriend. Well, that can't be a Travis Kelsey tweet. That you just Could tweet be. the word boyfriend? Could be. Could be anything. Taylor Swift. That makes sense, right? That's intuitive? Wrong. Tough. It's Usher. Usher has a song called Boyfriend. Yes. Is it about himself? Usher is like, <laughs> one of the iconic Usher traits is, as an artist is like centering the female perspective. It's it, it, This is like deep in the R&B legacy and he brought it to the forefront of pop music in the mid-2000s. Is that, that, what, it, is that what it's like to listen to me? That's why he like, didn't listen. <laughs> That's why I didn't listen, not for him. You're over one. You're over one. The second title or tweet, Karma. Oh, see, I feel like everything's a Taylor Swift song because she just wrote a lot of them. So statistically, I should be gambling. Karma. No, that's a Travis Kelsey tweet. He like he like quote tweeted like some like you know some famous thing that happened. He was like Karma, right? That's Travis Kelsey I tweet. Mean. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. This is coming right home to me. Karma is my boyfriend. Taylor Swift. I mean. Come oh, on. Was that an obvious one? Yes. Come on. Wait. So I Karma, can't believe you started. She wrote a that song. Is like wait, a, wait, 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 wait. You got to start using your lifelines. I thought you were going to ace this. <laughs> she wrote. So she wrote a song about Travis already? Oh, no. So she gosh. wrote a song called Karma. It was on her last. Um, Are you? Album you ask him if he's on the internet. I mean, right, come right. on. Well, you, I, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know that one either, <laughs> to be honest. That's okay. why I'm quiet. So she wrote a song about Travis. So it's not about Travis. Um, but when. Travis went to the Eras tour in Argentina during the Chiefs bye week. She changed the lyric, and it was a big deal because he's in the audience, he's with her dad, and he changes. She changes it, and she says, "Karma is the guy That's on the Chiefs," and her. everybody goes crazy. Yeah. Um, but Taylor Swift has a song called "Karma." Karma, 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 chameleon. All right. That was my good. first thought. That's, That's good. The That's song, a great actually. one. Yeah, yeah. That's a I, banger. I, I was, but I knew Taylor and Usher didn't write that one. <laughs> um, so here's one. Maybe, maybe you can get back on track here. The moon looks crazy tonight. Travis Kelsey tweet. <laughs> I'm going to chill out here for a little and just visualize my success and vibe to the scenery. Vibe to the scenery is Travis Kelsey. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. You got that one. That, was like that would be a heck of a song title, though. <laughs> yeah. I will say, if anyone wants to steal that. That was like a 2011 Travis Kelsey tweet. Yeah, um, actually, August 24th, 2010. Yep. Man, shout, shout out Killatrap. An elite era of Twitter when athletes were just tweeting into the void and didn't know that nine <laughs> years later that John's getting retweeted real fast. <laughs> be dating the most famous woman on the yep. planet and playing in the Super Bowl. And uh, He was visualizing. He was like, in, a, in, in 14 years, that's what I'll be up to. All right. Me, exclamation point. I actually am not sure about this Is this, this official? I'm oh, yeah. sorry, I'm you not supposed say to say it. that. No, I, right? I, was, I was lifelining. Okay. Well, lifelining? You were you lifelining? say it out loud. Me? Why? Can't they put more words in the song titles? I think me, That I think that's Usher. I don't remember a Taylor Swift song uh, named right. me. I could, I'm going Usher. Sheila and I are going Usher. Final answer. 
Your lifeline let you Dude, down. Dude, how dare you? All right, go Taylor ahead. Swift. What is me? Your daughters will be single, mad at you the, now. The much maligned uh, first single uh, off of Lover. And you know what else? Oh, my gosh. Premiered during um, the 2000... What year was Lover? 18 NFL draft. Uh, she debuted a song during the draft? It Yes. It's tough. In Nashville? What year was the draft? Yeah, Nashville was, 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 yeah. Yeah, 2018. There were... Um, so what happened was several weeks before the draft she like wipes her her social as one profiles. does right she and was a wide receiver a, hitting free agency there's <laughs> got a, it she unfollowed <laughs> cliff kingsbury <laughs> she makes a post and it's got seven uh, she posts something on instagram it's got seven palm trees in it and everybody knows seven palm trees seventh album is coming but then uh, people figure out i would have thought, thought one two three cancun some of the <laughs> Other imagery in the post, people figure out that she's cluing us in that Arbor Day is when the first single is coming. Because of palm trees? Yeah, because Bad take. It, we were right. The ben. insane take. We were right. I mean, technically, but you were wrong in spirit. <laughs> I've brought so much shame to my family with that <laughs> yeah, one. You're, you're, I don't think is, I can go home. Yeah, no, the, yeah. Your daughters are screaming right yeah, now at their is, dad. I honestly feel like is, the is, pit in is, my stomach. Yeah. Is naming a song, me, exclamation point, a bad look? If we if we drop the pod, Ben, be careful. Okay, uh, do you I'm know just, who you're no, dealing with? Like, like, this is like yeah. a, this is one of Taylor Swift's worst songs. If frankly. we dropped a pod, Shield, and we titled it "Us!" Exclamation point. I feel like we would get some grief for that. No, I'm good with that. Tuesday, yeah. extra <laughs> point taken. Us, us. Yeah, I, I like that. I kind of like it for you guys. Yeah. Um, me is not a me is me is not a high caliber Taylor Swift song. She has a very um, tortured history of choosing lead singles for albums, and Me is probably the quintessential example of just, like, why did you do this? How many albums does she have? Like, 14? Um, do you count re-records or not? <laughs> do I? Like, 10. 10? You think she would have gotten good at this by now? Yeah, but you know what? It's, it's tricky. I mean, She's a complicated I'm worried for your safety. flying and, and, and destroying <laughs> right, the ozone we're layer. we're going to move on. You're doing absolutely terribly. Yeah. I got one. Um, that was a bad job by me. Sorry, I'll take responsibility. Here's, maybe we get back on track here. Yeah, exclamation point. That's Usher. All right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's, not, the only the melody. That's not how yeah. it sounds. That's not how it sounds. How does it sound? I can't do yeah on the podcast. It, it, it needs to be produced. Well, I agree. I just I, I know yeah as an Usher song. But you're off beat. You're off uh, rhythm. Yeah. In the club <laughs> with my no homies. Beat. He just says yeah. yeah. Not a good look. Oh, All right, God. you got one. You are um, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, one for five. Two, two for, for five. five. Two for five. You got yeah and you got the moon looks crazy tonight. This one's going to be tough. This one's going to be hard, though. You might need a lifeline here. Uh too mad right now, three exclamation points. Can't find my phone, exclamation point. Either somebody got me for it, or I just misplaced it. But either way, I'm phoneless right now. So he was tweeting in front of a desktop. desktop. <laughs> or from a smart fridge. That's a pure poster. <laughs> I don't respect phone posters. <laughs> desktop posters. Yeah, if you're posting from the phone, you don't love the game. Did we no. have, I mean, this is November 24, 20, 2010. So I don't know that we had smart fridge technology. No. All right. I'm just, I, we're just going to keep rolling. Caught up. Taylor, Travis, Usher. Can I tell him whether a lifeline would be useful to him? No, or not? no, no. He has to intuit okay. this. My problem is that like every time you name one of them, all the producers are going, "Yep." <laughs> yeah, <just> like, Dang <laughs> it. I'm guessing Taylor Swift. That's my vibe. Is that correct? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you. you I'm can't using say a li- that's my vibe. You're using is that a lifeline. I'm using a lifeline. My, no. If I weren't using a lifeline, I would guess Taylor Swift. No, I'm using Usher. It. It's Usher. Yeah. Usher is caught up. Ding 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 ding. Right. My you, favorite Shield. Usher song. It. All right, because. Because it's a bop. It's great. 
Yeah. It's just a great, it's just a classic. classic Usher, like, party song. Um, good <laughs> good use the of the lifeline. Good Jones, use of the lifeline. This is the lifeline we need. Here's your next one. This is going to be hard. Up at Olive Garden with Papa. <laughs> Had to grab the fettuccine with the chicken Alfredo. Hashtag schmackin'. Haven't we all? <laughs> I, Who among us? Here, my last time I was in Olive Garden. The Did you schmack? Phil- <laughs> I was schmacking. <laughs> the Eagles drafted Eric Rowe, safety out of Utah. 45 overall, second round. I was devastated. I hated Rowe still. Thought it was terrible. I was right. Oh, at least you were schmacking. Drafted as a corner, I think. And then moved to when he when he yeah. Threw, yeah. This was, like this was the year one. What, what are we doing? All right. Sorry. All right. Here's the next one. <laughs> By the way, you have one lifeline left. Okay. Cowboy like me. Cowboy like me. <laughs> this is a trick. It's meant to make me think Usher, but it's actually Taylor Swift. You got it. All right. Mm. I know when I'm being played. I wasn't trying to play you. Okay, I wasn't trying to play. I thought you were going to get every single one of these. Back. Yeah, you really didn't go too far. I I was worried that you were really going to go like under the radar, but you did not. Why would I know any of the? Uh, never mind. <laughs> All right, here's your next one. Oh, antihero. I feel like I've seen this before. All right, Lindsay's laughing, which makes me think Taylor Swift. I'm going Taylor Swift. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. g- you're getting better at reading the social cues around I'm, us. I'm, competitively, I'm, I'm, f- I'm finding tendencies. All right, pre-snap tendencies on the film. That's what I'm finding. All right, having a lining stop, up and just playing. Stop reacting. <laughs> Conservative trickery. <laughs> the next one. They have more songs? I just gave a squirrel, S-Q-U-I-R-L-E, a piece of bread, and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha. Hashtag crazy. He heard it here first. Squirrels eat bread. I mean, that's a phenomenal tweet. It's Dude, so I tell good. You, <laughs> College Travis Kelsey was, was the perfect poster. The purest poster. All other posters downhill since then. <laughs> It has never been better than uh, January, February, March, April, April fourteenth, twenty eleven. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, just just observing nature, just feeding squirrels from his okay. desktop. <laughs> Confessions part two. Tra- uh, Taylor Swift. Oh my God! Is it no chance part two? So embarrassing. Oh my God! That's mortifying. Why? Why is that embarrassing? Why? Why is the, what's so embarrassing about that? All right, I'm Confessions is like uh, one of the most Sheila, famous successful yeah, albums got in the senior history week of high school. Music. I was burning, you know, CDs forever with Usher. Sure. I, I'm gonna That's burn. That's illegal, you by the way. <laughs> 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 Can wow. we cut this Next part out? Here? The DMCA. You. All right, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll make you like, you know, like an Usher playlist. You can listen to it on your way home. Sheila is a criminal. Yeah, that's right. Listen, it was the Wild Wild West. This was pre Napster. You don't know what I'm talking about. I know All right, let's just move Lime on. LimeWire. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was it. Were you in like a coma? Yeah. I was, well, <laughs> it was around the time. Yeah. Napster yeah, because Napster, yes. Napster is like 99 yeah. and Confessions yeah. Part 2 is like 2004. Yeah. Um, what was Confessions Part 1? That, I mean, I... We're going to burn you a mixtape. He confessed yeah. some things and it went so yeah. well. He was like, I, I've done more in my life? No, Usher had a lot to get off his chest. Um... Mm-hmm. You know, you know who Chili not? from TLC is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand the question you just asked me. Look it up. Oh, wow. That's what the song's wow. about. Wow. I used to Chili. All right. <laughs> Same have way. We, reached the <laughs> we have two more. Two we have more. two more. Okay. Like the food. This is, I want you to know that this is in all caps. Okay. Nap time! <laughs> oh, man. Probably Travis Kelsey would be an elite song title if it was, though. <laughs> it Travis. is indeed Travis. How many ex- 
How many points? I, I, I wanted to tell you how many exclamation points, but it is just simply too many. I mean, we've got at least 35 14. exclamation points here. You can't do that on a phone. <laughs> That's a desktop tweet. Yeah, you can just a, hold it down. Confirmed I'm desktop tweeter, I feel, um, was early 2010's Travis Kelsey. All right, last one. You belong with me. You belong with me. All right. Ending on a high note. Good job, Ben. Nice job. Because we all belong together because of the podcast. It it started off in a tough place, but I think you redeemed yourself. Mm -hmm. I hope you feel like you learned something. I certainly do. Um, Yeah. Love it. All right. (laughs) I'm reading about Rosanda Thomas, a.k.a. Chili, right now, so I'm learning something about that. (laughs) Well... That was dynamic duos, maybe dynamic trios because we included included uh, the Travis tweets. But stuff. Usher and Taylor, what a dynamic duo in the house on Sunday! And you know what else is better together? Home and auto insurance. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, bundling home and auto is just another way to save. The Personal Price Plan is a pro move when it comes to saving money. It lets you call the plays so you can choose the coverage that fits your needs at a price you can afford. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right. I think we'll call it there. (laughs) Benjamin, (laughs) what are you learning about Chili? Stephen's making me Google, like, 1990s pop drama. I'm learning about... You learned about uh, left eye burning down Andre Rising's house. (laughs) Okay, we're ending the podcast right here. Waiting to exhale if you need a movie on the... Who did? (laughs) This has been Extra Threat. It is truly a joy to be here with you all. I think we got a lot done. I think we're all ready for the big game. Um, Dual Threat is going to be back on Sunday. Steven and I are going to follow up the Super Bowl. Um, we'll break it down and then extra point taken is going to be back on Tuesday. And then the extra threat crew is, is getting back together. Even more um, threat. I don't know. how. <laughs> two extra, threat. two threat. How much threat is After too much this, threat? I don't know. Let's yeah, that's to be I don't know how we're going to top this, but next Friday we're going to try. Um, thank you to Christopher Sutton for producing this episode. Thank you to Arjuna Ramufal for additional production supervision. Right here in Las Vegas. Thank you to Connor Nevins for doing the same back in L.A. Thank you to the entire Ringer crew uh, for keeping, locking down the fort this entire week. Let's get ready for the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Go Birds. must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. 
Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 